you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Lovely listeners, how would you like to be in a room with me, Lucy Porter? And me, Jenny Ryan, and uh, each other, basically. I'd a whole like that. bunch of people. I'd love it. I'm so excited about seeing people again. And we are doing a live event as Woo! part of the London Podcast Festival on Saturday, the 11th of September, 2021 at 9.30 p.m. And it's at King's Place, which is mm. a wonderful venue. And it's very close to King's Cross and St Pancras stations in London town. London's glamorous, not the West End. London's north. glamorous north-ish bit. <laughs> Yay! And if you would like tickets, you can go to kingsplace.co.uk and we'll see you all there. Yay! Whoop, whoop. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of... Fingers on buzzers. Ooh, a long <laughs> that was one. really well planned. That Ew. was in harmony and not, not at all. at all. So uh, today... We are going to be talking to the newest chaser. And it's not me. That's I lovely know. to say, it, say that after five years. It's like having a baby brother, isn't it? 
It is, yeah. I don't know how I feel about not being the bubby anymore. <laughs> I like being special. The pressure's off. You're a middle child now. You can be wild and do what you want. <laughs> uh, so lovely Dara will be chatting to us. We've also got a listener quiz on a Eurovision theme. Yes. I've, do you know, I have got more into Eurovision the older I've got. And this year I watched every gosh darn second of it. And I listened to all the Radio 2 coverage. And I I don't know if it's tragic or delightful, but I'm embracing it. So Jen, do you know what? When I was on Pointless recently, when I won, I don't know if I've mentioned that, but I just think the listeners should know that I won the Pointless trophy. And... Uh, and the oh, jackpot. jackpot. So uh, anyway, let's not dwell on that. But it was uh, classic quiz knowledge as well, and that's what I was very proud of you about. Oh, bless you. Well, it was because you had coached me, and Dave Johns and I. It was tell you what was nice about it was it was one of those times where there was a real turning point. You know, where you do a quiz, and you're kind of doing okay, and then suddenly you get an answer. Yeah, we're you're in this now. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And it was for us, and it was down to Dave Johns because he's very old, um, because it was the round was uh, pictures. famous balls. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was. I, that was unbelievable. Because oh, they had Zoe Ball. Everyone's going to get that. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Ball. Everyone's going to get that. They had Alan Ball, who was the manager of Man City. I mean, that, uh, that was a good, tough one. It was. But you see, I knew that one because I was a Man City fan at that point, because I'm a jinx and I decided to support Man City. <laughs> and of course that was when they crashed out of yeah. the yeah the big time um, anyway so i was like and then there was um dave ball who was the other member of soft cell that was that was brutal which was brutal nobody got that but the one that we got or more specifically that dave got was kenny ball uh, that's and, unbelievable old man knowledge oh, it was such great old man knowledge and it because it was like a guy with a mustache in a dinner jacket and I was like, I know who that is, but I don't know. I, I don't know the name. And Dave very confidently went, it's Kenny Ball. And of course, as soon as he said Kenny Ball, I went, yep. and it's Jasmine. Exactly. Because that was what they were known as, Kenny oh. Ball and his Jasmine. Midnight in Moscow. Midnight in <laughs> Moscow. We all loved it in the 70s. And uh, so, yes, it was a very good... It was a simpler time. It was... <laughs> and that was the turning point for us in that quiz. It, it was really like, was. Yeah, we got that one. Powerhouse. And then we were through. I think it intimidated your opposition that yes i think it it showed them that you were not messing about anymore i know and they were very good and everyone on that show was great but we were the best so (laughs) soz anyway the point that i was gonna make i wasn't just gloating the point that i was gonna make is when we were talking to zander i said we are living through a golden era of quizzing yes and I absolutely stand by that. And in the time that we have been away, so many new quizzes have popped up and they're doing brilliantly in the ratings. Obviously, the chase is dominating the television well, ratings. I don't like to talk about it. And Beat yeah. the Chasers is mighty. It is. But um, all the channels are suddenly introducing loads of new quiz shows. There's a passion. Exciting. There's a passion for quizzing. Yeah. That I think was always there. Mm-hmm. But the, the networks are starting to realise just how much interest there is, not just in quizzing, but in getting get some different quizzes out there. Yeah. We're very familiar with the pointless, the chase, the who wants to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. They're trying out some new formats and we've seen a few in the last couple of months. And uh, yeah, 
various thoughts about them? You've you've had a look at some of them, haven't you? Oh, well, do you know, I have. And I haven't been watching a lot of telly recently, but I did a binge of some of the new formats. So I watched Unbeatable. Yeah, that's, and that's an afternoon. With Early lovely afternoon. Jason Manford, who I think is such a natural quiz host. Mm. Warm and funny and kind and um, slightly chaotic with the dress choices <laughs> yeah I, 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 I'm glad it's not just me who yes, picked up yes it's been a suit it's been a sturdy pullover it's yeah. been simply a shirt we we just don't know what you're doing Jason with that but uh, but consistently a lovely man absolutely and, and I think that's something that a, an early afternoon quiz show really needs it's a warm host who is clearly on the side of the contestants. Yes. Because, you know, you've come out of... You, you've watched the news, that's depressed you all to hell. Yeah. You've watched Doctors, it might have been a really <laughs> stressful storyline. You know, you've learned something. You want you want something warm and fuzzy. You do. Manford in a pullover. Manford's yeah. your man, as I'm sure he's, <laughs> That's probably his catchphrase. <laughs> i tell you what, though, as well, because on this podcast before, I think I have said... Uh, how great Wipeout is and how much I think Wipeout has been due for a bit of a revival. I miss but there is, you know, I, I don't want to say that people have been stealing my ideas, but clearly um, I... <laughs> a lot of senior people in the TV industry listen to this podcast, clearly. Been, well, Lucy says that Wipeout is due for a revival, but I suppose it's... It, I mean, I would love to take credit for it, but it is kind of... Um, things about, you know, walls, obviously Only Connect has been very yep. popular and deservedly so so yes the idea of categories and um because you know uh, unbeatable and impossible trap and impossible and there's yeah, you've got a board and there's some that, that are gonna mm. wipe you out some that are gonna see you through yeah there's there's a there's a link there there's a theme it's a trend isn't it it's a trend it's a trend, it's a trend. and i approve of it as well because obviously answer trap is another one that has yeah uh, oh, with ball. friend of the show bobby seagull friend of the show bobby seagull and wannabe friend of the show anita oh, rani i would love to have her on i think she's brilliant we just want to be a friend and uh, it's not about the show. I just want to be a friend. And the man who I always call Ben Paul because I've got a friend called Ben Paul, and that's not his Frank name. Paul. Frank, Frank Paul. Who are you? You are yet to meet, but we will do one of his cryptic Zoom mm. quizzes one of these weeks, and you will be, be beyond baffled. Yeah. By the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's crafty on the answer trap? <laughs> it's beyond taxing. Is yeah. What I would say. Well, he's it's supposed to be relaxing for a Thursday night. He runs these quizzes and. You've never seen anything like it. If I, yeah. I got there was a connection once, which was uh, the whole round was um, antonyms of Britney Spears songs, and I was so pleased to get it. Well, so toxic, obviously, you're going to have benign or uh, harmless or uh... mostly harmless. I think was the answer. <laughs> wow. So you've got to answer a question, then once you've ha- got all the answers written down, you've got to work out what the link is. And wow. I was the one who, you know, weaker. Yeah, stronger. Amazing. Yeah. Oh God, I'd love that. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely do. Yeah. One of his quizzes. That would be great. And they are, you know, they're very fun as well. Him and Bobby together, being the sort of uber nerds, trying to outwit people. What better role for those two? Yeah. I mean, it's it's the role that Bobby was born it for. Is. is the the uber nerd. <laughs> He won't mind us saying No, that. he won't. And he's he's brilliant at it. And um, what's the other one I watched? Oh, uh, Quizness. Tom Allen's Quizness. Tom Allen's Quizness. That, I mean, that's a that's a 
primetime show. I know, which is great, isn't it? To see Friday quizzing night. in primetime on Channel 4. Yeah, I mean, that that was what... I, when I was a youngster, mm-hmm. it would always be Channel 4. After after about 8pm mm. on a Friday night, mm. I would watch Channel 4 through mm. yeah. mm-hmm. until I was sent to bed, and that got mm. later and later. Um, if I was allowed to stay up for Vic Reeves' Big Night Out, yeah, that was a triumph of a Friday night. Oh, yes, but I would watch everything from Brookside upwards. Actually, yes, yes. So it's <laughs> so nice it's to see Channel Four being a made resurgence of a Friday night. Yes, and lovely Tom Allen, who we adore, and uh, yeah, and it's a very it's a very fun format. Mm. Dan Mayer, who uh, we know and hopefully will come on the show at some point. Come on, Dan. Yeah, it's sort of comedy slash quizzing. It's got yeah. obviously a little bit of cheekiness with Tom Allen, and there's puns, and there's kind of yeah you know sort of parlor gamey as well in a way which is nice and it it gives it a lot of play along ability at home which i think Mm. people like you get you see around and you think we could do that yeah we can we can play along with that at home or we can have a version of that in our front room and there are some slightly naughty saucy things always which are very good fun well after the sun has set, you can put whatever you want on Channel 4. <laughs> That's what I've heard. I remember the old, yes, the, the olden days of Channel 4, there was lots of saucy things. So it's very it's good. naked attraction now, to be fair. Oh, actually, uh, oof, but that's, that's not saucy. That's <laughs> that doesn't long. count as a quiz show, so we don't it's have really to discuss that. <laughs> but also, Thank big, the Lord. Big prize, big prize for Quizness as well. Yep. Which is, you know, prime time. Of course, you have to have those big prizes. Yeah. And I saw the lovely woman winning £25,000 the other day, which was... It's lovely. nice to see that. Yeah, and she was so obviously elated and... and it's slightly it's a demanding show. It's not It's not straightforward. It, t- it tests a lot of different bits of your brain. Mm. So it's nice mm. when someone's earned that money, yeah. not just, not just guessed a few questions in a row and happen to be slightly better than the other people or put you know not mention any shows but just happening to put the right coin into the right slot (laughs) (laughs) at the right time we love that we do love that show but there's there's also rolling in it which is exactly the same in that it's very chancy once the coin has rolled it's out of your hands oh i have not seen that yet so i must uh mulhern Oh, and we it's love a Mulhern vehicle. Cannot so Mulhern. It's 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 clearly going to bring in the punters. Yeah, always good fun. Great host. I can't say what I've worked on, on with him recently, but that will come yes. very soon. I'll be able to talk about that. Well, that's for a future episode. But uh, well, it is a golden era of quizzing, and uh, to all of those people out there involved in making those shows, we are so grateful Thank for all you. your work and. To all the contestants, we love you and get in touch and please come and talk to us about what it was like doing them. Oh, we want to know about those new shows. We what so is it do. like? Yeah. Now, we have been lucky enough to secure an interview with... Exclusive. Well, I mean, it's someone you work with who you basically speak to all the time. I mean, yeah, it's... A... It's not exclusive. It's talked to many <laughs> other people. <laughs> but he hasn't talked as frankly and fully as he has to us. So we've got on Zoom... Dara Ennis. The Menace. (laughs) Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now we have a man, a legend... Uh, and a colleague of Jenny's. 
It is the one and only Mr. Dara Ellis. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's so delighted to meet you because obviously I have met all the other chasers and you remain an enigma. <laughs> oh, but we, we, I think we might have met incognito. Were you not at Paul's wedding? Oh, yes. Oh, do you know that? <laughs> Before, before I was famous, we met, and I was all, I was all, oh, I love you, I love your podcast. <laughs> and I was terribly drunk, so uh, <laughs> I, I didn't turn up till late in the evening. So it's time. been a very long day. Oh, very we were there day. for what seemed like many days, but uh, well, and it has been an absolute joy to watch you on the chase. And of course, I guess when you got into it, you thought I'm just coming to be a chaser on the chase, yeah. and then suddenly beat the chasers has appeared as well. I know, isn't it amazing? What a great show that is too. And honestly, it is so much fun to record. <laughs> now tell us about your uh, your journey, as they call it in television these days, Sarah, because obviously we all enjoyed you as a contestant. And then I think people would be fascinated to know what happened between appearing on The Chase and becoming a chaser. Yeah, so I, I appeared on the show and I had a great time and I actually won some money and I bought the door that's just there. Um, hey! I the door in my house and it was coming up the winter. But um, a few days later, one of the producers, Helen, called me and I I was like within a millimetre hanging up because I thought it was a wind up. <laughs> I told my friends I'd been on the show, but she knew details so I, that I wasn't allowed to tell them. So then, yeah, because I thought it was a joke. But yeah, they... That was years ago. This is another thing is it took a long, long time to go through. So I spent about two and a half years doing various auditions and tests spread over. Like every few months, they'd call me back in. And then I did a screen test and they offered me the job. It was amazing. I, I genuinely did not expect to get the job. It's good to know, though, isn't it? Because I think in every industry, people go, oh, you're an overnight success. You know, you were on the chase one minute and then suddenly you were a chaser. But you did put in the hard yards both before and after your appearance. And, and the hard yards are the things that I'm not interested in, which makes it even harder. <laughs> this, this is the thing. Like, I'm really good at the stuff I'm interested in. It's the things I don't like that I'm I'm really struggle with. Like, I, I don't watch very much TV anymore, so I really have to learn who's in what show and yeah it's it's difficult <laughs> i mean that's that's the essence of of top level quizzing though it's putting the effort in to learn things that you do not care a jot about <laughs> but you know you're gonna have you're gonna be asked about it sometime yeah exactly you know and, and learning you know who's won the mercury prizes and all those lists you have to learn and obscure capitals and currencies and all that kind of thing you just have to slog through it there's no there's no fun way of doing it what are your favourite and least favourite subjects then? If you could sort of have a dream round and a nightmare round in a quiz, what would they be? Well, my favourite subject's history because my mother's a history teacher and I grew up in a house that was steeped in it. It was my best subject in school and everyone thinks it's science because I'm a, I'm a scientist for a living, but it's not. I really like science, but history is definitely my favourite. My least favourite are all of the things that Jenny is good at. So I'm 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 hopeless at like the things Jen is brilliant at. So I am I I don't really pay like I said TV very much. Music past about 2005. Mm-hmm. Stop listening to the radio. I listen to podcasts now. Things yeah. like that. And I'm really hopeless at that. And anything like reality TV or you know anything like that. Or I I generally don't watch them. So it's very very hard to remember who won which show and that kind of thing. I'm hopeless at this. 
And then well, you and I must never be on a pub quiz team together because we have exactly the same <laughs> blind spots and favourite yes, things. <laughs> and um, so tell us a little bit about how life has changed since you've become a chaser. This is going to be very boring and weird for people, but it really hasn't. Um, because of the timing, I effectively have exactly the same life except <laughs> about about 30 or 40 days a year I go to London for the day and do a different job <laughs> um, because we don't leave that we haven't left the house since my first show aired uh, we've been locked up <laughs> and when I do go out I wear masks so I've only had a very small number of people recognize me and yeah it hasn't I still live in the same house I still do the same job so it, it hasn't changed that much. The big thing that's changed is my online life because I've suddenly gained, you know, thousands of followers who, for some reason, and the the weird newspaper stuff that they yeah. have to make sort of sensationist articles. And I get I get a bit, my friends at home give me a bit of stick about that. But that, that's about it. Otherwise, my day-to-day life is exactly the same. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, which is good, I guess, in the... Yeah. You know, it's going to be a big shock, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's going to make things worse. Yes. By the time we're fully unlocked, you're going to be even more famous. Yes, it and, is. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big yeah. culture shock. I mean, I thought I was all right going about with a mask on, and yet I was telling Lucy that I went to John Lewis today and I was moving at speed through women's work, and I still got clocked by a member of staff with my hair scraped up. It's a different colour different glasses they were steamed up and a mask and, he, and they said oh can I help you madam and he said Are you Jenny oh, yeah. uh, oh it's very nice well, Dara, if you ever do want to go and speed through John Lewis's women's wear then, uh... <laughs> good luck to you because you will get clocked <laughs> <laughs> and we were talking earlier about the difference between doing the chase and beat the chasers in that obviously doing the chase you are a single entity and you are there to just beat the contestant but doing beat the chasers obviously you've got to sort of do teamwork and stuff now have you ever been a team quizzer or are you more individual quizzer and where do your strengths lie there yeah so I'm on a couple of teams now but I started quizzing with a pub team here so there's a pub quiz league in Oxford and I play for the Black Swan and we've got a very sort of wide range of people so we have people who have very specialist subjects we've got a guy who's really good at movies we've got a guy who's really good at sport and that kind of thing so I'm used to that idea but the big difference with it is is the speed because whereas at a pub quiz you can sit and go actually you know this is Frank's specialist he knows movies so we'll stick with him there you have to make a decision in half a second but sometimes the first day we were recording I was a little bit slow to it but I got the idea fairly quickly and there's some subjects that if you're only 90% sure, you can just leave to one of the others. You know, if, if a question comes up, say, about literature or the Bible, you just leave it to Anne because she will know the answer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and if nobody buzzes in in half a second, you just press the buzzer and give your percentage. <laughs> it's not that bad. The, the big problem is when we all wait. And that has happened a couple of times. And it's two or three seconds. And suddenly everybody panics and just somebody throws a stupid answer in. And yeah. But it feels the, like forever as well. Yeah, it does. And we're, we're watching it back, one of the, the shows, the, the celebrity show uh, where we lost uh, against one of the contestants. And it was a question on who played Phil Mitchell in East End. Yeah. Oh, and, I felt that. I could still and, feel it now. Yeah. And at the time, I felt it went on for like 15 or 20 seconds, but it was literally two seconds because yeah. I saw it on the TV, but it felt like forever. And we're all staring because Mark had buzzed in, didn't know the first name, knew the surname, and it wasn't enough. Oh, I knew the first name. 
Yeah. Because I was thinking it's Cold War Steve. Cold War Steve, Steve. Yeah. And then I couldn't think of McFadden. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept thinking about those artworks. But it, it, really, it really did feel like half of our it time. It did. Got, it felt like forever. You know, probably two seconds. Yeah. What are, the, um, what are your other sort of classic moments from your Chase career so far? Well, um, the, the first day was great. And my my big problem was I was enjoying myself too much. So like I was meant to be, I'm meant to be menacing, you know, I'm the menace. <laughs> but the, the directors kept saying, look, when, when the camera, camera comes on you in between the questions, you have to do a blank face, poker face, poker face, poker face. <laughs> Journey like an idiot. I was having a good time. <laughs> I know because actually, I mean, that you know, obviously, you have a persona to inhabit, and you are so smiley and sweet. And like, I mean, and as is Jen, you know, it is very hard for me having met the chasers <laughs> off camera to kind of reconcile that. And do you have any uh, techniques that you use to become me? Well, I, I just have to, um, I, I consciously, because my wife says I do this all the time, I just have a little smirk and I have to level. So I, I actually scowl rather than try and keep a straight face, because if I try and just do a flat one, it's, just, <laughs> it's not convincing at all. But it, it's, it's weird, the persona thing, because like, obviously, I hadn't met most of the guys. And the first time I met Sean was on set. And that man is not the Dark Destroyer at all. He gave me a big bear hug, this big, yeah. smiley, happy, lovely guy. And I had I was completely flat-footed. <laughs> a little bit serious, you know, but not at all. Lo- genuinely lovely bloke. And then I met Mark, and Mark is basically exactly the same. That man is the beast. <laughs> which, came, which came first, the chase or the beast? The beast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know, well, it's good to know, isn't it, that, you know, he, is, he has that core of steel that we all respect. <laughs> So, Steel and donuts. <laughs> <laughs> so beat the chasers. Hopefully we will see again. Hopefully with all six chasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the plan. So we're um, filming later in the summer. Should be. It's going to be great. And it's 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 a big loss um, not having Paul because he's so so fast to the buzzer and he's got he's got a really broad range. Like I I would struggle to pick out his other than Harry Potter, which is his famous one. His any real weaknesses that he has and. He's always I, able to I don't know. I, I, I didn't mind not having him there for a couple of shows. It meant I actually got <laughs> in on the buzzer a few times. Got, got to have some he's always, he's always a fraction of a second ahead of me. Always. A fraction of a second ahead of all of us. He's too fast. Like mm. fast. So, yeah. But yeah, it, it's going to be great having us all there. I think it'll be great fun. And um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I had a really, really great time watching. It was difficult because they recorded one Beat the Chasers, but it was before my debut came out. So I wasn't able to join in. And um, I was watching from the sidelines, which is way less fun. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a really good fun show to do. Yeah, well, we will absolutely enjoy watching you on the chase and beat the chasers uh, later on in the year. And we hopefully we'll get to talk to you again. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, it'd be great. Thanks very much. So now it's time for our listener quiz. quiz. And today it is from. Peter, Peter Spencer. Spencer. I don't know why we're both saying it. Peter, Peter Spencer. Spencer. I don't know why he's, we don't know where he's from. We're just going to give him that accent. We think he's in EastEnders for some reason. Okay, Peter <laughs> Spencer. And, uh, but Peter has a brilliant quiz on a theme that is dear to both oh. of our hearts, Eurovision. So, Amanda, what is the nature of this quiz? Well, it comes in two parts. So I'm just going to do uh, the part that I really 
really wanted to do today and the the general knowledge one will do in a few weeks so thanks very much for kind of providing two parts Peter but the one that we're going to do today because Eurovision was on as we record this it was only on a couple of weeks ago Mm. it's still very fresh in our mind it sure is nil point Totally undeserved. Absolutely duped there, wasn't it? Yeah, well, it was a great song and he was such a gracious loser. Well, the so. writing was on the wall, I mean, yeah. for many reasons. But yeah. what we're going to do today, because obviously Graham Norton is fabulous narrator. Amazing. And, you know, take up the mantle from the legendary Wogan. Oh, mm-hmm. So it's going to be who said what. So we're going to have a okay. list of quotes where I've got five quotes in front of me. And all you guys have got to do is decide whether it's Graham Norton or Terry Wogan nice. who uttered these words. Nice. So I'm not going to do an Irish accent because I've Please got two... Ve- well, well also, do. I've got two very distinct ways that I would talk about Graham Norton or be Terry Wogan. Yeah, <laughs> So yeah, I'd yeah. give it away. Very it away. good. I know. Very good. Yeah. Same all as Henry Kelly. <laughs> well, yes, I can do that too. So <laughs> anyway... But anyway, we do love an Irish guy on this podcast. We really we, do. Uh, thanks to Dara for speaking to us earlier. Oh, yes. And <laughs> I'm Said just going to say quickly. them in my own voice. Please do. Just with because, no clues. With no clues. And I think I'm going to just do it and say you have to guess after each and every one. Okay. So here we go. Are we working as a team here? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah. So quote number one. So I'm going to just to sort of prefix this. This does start off with this particular person quoting... A song lyric that has just been okay. sure, yep, yep. just yep. been sung. So the song lyric goes: "We are Slavic girls. We know how to use our charming beauty. Now shake what your man gave you." And the host says, "It's essentially a feminist anthem." <laughs> now, who said that? Was that oh, Wogan or was that Norton? Now, immediately, I think this sounds more contemporary than the Wogan era. I'm thinking era. it's those Eastern European ladies who were churning butter. Yes, that's exactly what it was that was amazing the butter churning uh, you know expectation subverting women no it was yeah it was absolutely so are we gonna are we gonna go norton era i think it's norton era because i seem to remember it very well a couple of years ago yeah you're correct quote number two the song is called Alcohol is Free. Ironic to sing that in Sweden where it's anything else. You have to sell your car to get a pint. Oh, now you see... Well, this is 21st century. I, I mm. seem to remember Alcohol is Free as a song, but, I mean, that doesn't really help me. No, because... I am not sure because... Well, I mean, if you're talking about the hosts, both of them have very much enjoyed saying that they're having a drink while they're watching which I think is wonderful (laughs) and very much necessary really if you do drink alcohol at all then Eurovision is the time to do it Um, so I think they would both have bought Mm. alcohol in Sweden at some point so I'm wondering if this is the Swedish entry or if the contest was taking place in Sweden (gasps) which would Would help us yes that would have been uh, Lorraine with Euphoria who Uh, won in a Oh, oh my goodness. It's well, it does say the thought. song is called Alcohol is Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't mean, think if that's the Swedish... End, mm. I know that some of my uh, my quiz colleagues who are Eurovision specialists are screaming at me because they know exactly <laughs> who performed Alcohol is Free, what score it got in uh, Melody Fest. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so... Oh. I'm going to say Wogan. Yeah, well, I think Wogan is more painfully aware of the price of alcohol. 
Yes, I think he bought his own drinks, whereas, of course, Graham Norton would be entertained by the I, I once, uh, <laughs> I, I once drank a, a bottle of purloined vodka with uh, Graham Norton. Did he, you? Oh, he's lovely. He's it wasn't lovely stolen. It was, it was just an early exit from the party yeah. that we weren't allowed into yet. He just went and <laughs> grabbed it and ran out with it. So I could, have, I could have a vodka and orange after a long day's work. Oh, God, love him. Well, we love Graham Norton, but we think this one is Terry Reagan. Well, you're wrong. Alcohol <gasps> is free because that's what Graham Norton obviously thinks with Nick and vodka, so this was a Graham Norton <laughs> quote. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Oh. Oh, dear. Quote number three. Mm-hmm. It's been 29 years since the Netherlands won. After this performance, make it that 30. <gasps> oh, now listen. Okay, now we should Would know this. Would you be this. able to work this out? Well, because How long obviously... Was it after, before they won last Yeah, time? it's only... Now, I think it was a long time. And I think that... Oh, gosh. Um... Do you know, I should know the kind of 60s and 70s. There were some Dutch powerhouses yeah. of of pop oh, i don't i mean i sort of want to say wogan because i think it has been such a long time yeah. that i don't think it's i think this, this quote would be early 2000s yeah so we're going back to the 70s since last time they yeah. won yeah 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 and it still took a lot longer for them to win yeah okay so let's we're gonna go, go we're gonna wogan. go wogan that one correct yeah. congratulations yeah absolutely right so quote number four She's a devoted experimental jazz musician. She can do extraordinary things with her voice. Not pleasant things, but extraordinary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a trick question because they're talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) They're talking about the Fingers on Buzz and Things song that we perform every every week. (laughs) Oh, that's such a great quote. I mean, I can't think he would say it, but it is very funny. Please, Please say it again for us. I would love to. She's a devoted experimental jazz musician. She can do extraordinary things with her voice. Not pleasant things, but extraordinary. <laughs> I can kind of hear Norton. Uh, extraordinary. I could hear either of them, to be honest. Yeah. So if you go, if you want to go Norton, I'll go Norton. But oh. I'm not. I, I've got nothing to give. I'm just, to I'm, this. Just, I'm just thinking. There's a little bit of cadence there, which makes me think it's Norton. Don't go on then. Let's go Norton. We'll go Norton. Correct. That was, that was our Norton. And finally. Yeah. They've got four languages in Belgium and they're singing in an imaginary one. The very <laughs> essence of Eurovision. Oh, that has to be Wogan, right? That must be. That's some sort of 70s kind of fever dream of a, an entry. It could, be, it could be at any point. Yeah. What are the four languages of Belgium then? French, German, Walloon, Flemish. Yep. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, let's go Wogan. <laughs> you were like, oh, I'll just make up some comedy answer. No, you gave the correct answer. Oh, no, actually, that's okay. Well, good. Uh, good. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Congratulations. Hey. Well done. That was uh, quite a respectable four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wogan Not bad. That's a really fun quiz, That actually. was a great, great I think quiz. We could, I think we could go for hours on on that particular round because it's just some of them are so hard to pick out the the actual cadence of it and I'm, I'm annoyed about that second one because I think the clues were all there for yeah. a, a Eurovision expert yeah. I have to apologise to my friends including Anne and Will who will be shouting Aww. at their phone right now <laughs> cursing know. us for our lack of Eurovision knowledge well I mean Eurovision is basically the Nerds World Cup isn't it let's be honest for those of us who don't get sport there's, a, there's an amazing you, you would be surprised about this there's an amazing overlap between quiz and Eurovision yeah <laughs> Shocking! <laughs> We'd never have known. Well, I have enjoyed 
the Eurovision so much recently. And in fact, um, I tell you what I enjoy as well is the Radio 2 coverage hosted by Ken Bruce. Ah, uh, Ken. Hey Jenny, didn't you recently have an interaction with Ken Bruce? I can't quite remember. Uh, I, I did actually. Yeah, I did, what, yeah. Was, what was that? Uh, uh, it was it was quiz based. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I I did take part in the Pop Master. Ah, the all day Pop Finally. Master. Finally. And I tell you what, because I am so excited about talking about that, let's do that in an episode very soon. Well, what a pleasure it's been to do another episode of Things on Buzzers. Oh, and, uh, it's lovely to get back into a rhythm, oh, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? And I mean, oh. luckily we had your good friend, Dara. To, he eased uh, us in, didn't he? Yep. Episode two, yep. Smooth House. And then, obviously, Eurovision, a home subject for both of us, from the uh, the lovely Peter Spencer. His quiz was great. Smashing that. We'll see you next time on... Fingers on Buzzers! Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. (laughs) 